As we previewed for you around this time uh, yesterday, we were expecting a big announcement from the Ontario government. We thought there would be some movement uh, when it came to the uh, labor disruptions and dispute uh, with the province's teachers. Well, the Ontario government gave up some ground in their ongoing talks with the province's uh, teachers uh, yesterday. The government making some notable concessions in the negotiations Education Minister Stephen Lecce announcing that the government would be backing down on increasing class size and will allow parents to uh, opt out of mandatory e-learning classes for their kids. Have a listen. Here's Minister Lecce yesterday. We're protecting the classroom sizes, effectively freezing them. No increase in elementary, no increase in high school. Uh, All-day kindergartens protected. Special education supports 100%. We're providing an opt-out for online learning, giving parents that right, not unions to make the decision. And obviously, we're holding the line on things that I think are actually important, on the 1%, on wages and benefits, and on merit-based hiring. All right, let's welcome in Annie Kidder, Executive Director of People for Education. For more on this, she joins us on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Annie, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Pleasure having you on uh, again, as always. Uh, First off, just let me ask you this announcement uh, from the government uh, yesterday. In your opinion, your estimation, uh, have they really uh, backed off some uh, demands uh, here? Have they made some uh, really big or legitimate concessions? Well, I think uh, for for me, and I hope for all of us, it's you know it's more about uh, you know what we want from the whole education system than necessarily just the inside of the contract dispute. So what's happened now, as of yesterday, is there definitely was a big change uh, in terms of the class size funding, and it's not you know it's not really what size the classes there are going to be, but how much money are we willing to spend to ensure that there are you know a wide range of course choices and all different sizes of classes very small ones and bigger ones. So um, it used to be that school boards got funding for uh, for every 22 high school students, they got funding for one teacher. Then the government, you know, suggested it should be uh, 28 to 1, which it makes a huge difference and cuts thousands of teachers. And now they've taken it to 23 to 1. So it's still uh, going to mean the elimination of teacher jobs, about a 1,000 of them. Not, you know, teachers getting fired, but teaching positions that won't be there anymore. Right. It's definitely, uh, you know, not as bad, let's call it that, um, as it was going to be before. Okay, but do you see that as, a, I guess, a major concession and good news maybe all around, particularly for students and their parents, as uh, they're the ones that are kind of caught in the middle of this uh, dispute, that, uh, you know, if the class sizes uh, are going to be maintained at, say, uh, the average of 23 that they're talking about now, that uh, obviously that's good news, is it, for parents and students? Well, that it's I you know it's good good news for everybody because again it means that 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 you know there are there's no longer sort of linear paths through school so it's really important to all of us because this is the next generation we're talking about that kids are able to take a wide range of courses in high school so you know what's good news is that there will be more teachers there will be more classes but it's still important to remember this is a cut you know really in the end a lot of this is about funding and you know, this still is, you know, a cut in the neighborhood of about $90 million from how this was funded before. But definitely, you know, it, it will make things better for for students, yes. All right. Talk to us uh, about this other uh, piece, uh, this other concession, if you will, made by the government yesterday. Minister Lecce announcing that uh, parents will be allowed to opt their kids out of mandatory e-learning classes. Some of the reading and some of the things I've heard is that uh, some people believe that uh, e-learning is important. It's vital. It's kind of the way of the future. Oh, 
And I think it is actually. So, you know, and being making sure that all kids are comfortable learning online, understanding all of the potential there is for, for collaboration, for working, you know, you can work with students in other continents when you're when you're learning online. So there there's there's a lot of value to online learning. I think the one thing that that people objected to, particularly students, uh, was that it was mandatory. So to us and to many people, um, let's make sure we have all the infrastructure in place, that teachers are comfortable with this. We're thinking about how we can include some online learning in all classes, but not necessarily make it mandatory. And even now, I, I do find it kind of hilarious, the change yesterday, because we're talking about 17 and 18-year-olds. And I don't know if you've ever had a 17 and 18 year old, but it's not you that decides what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. So even the student trustees yesterday went, just a minute, just a minute. This has to be students choosing this, not parents. And the other worry about this idea that it's going to be mandatory, but you can opt out is that for people who, you know, are very comfortable with the system and kind of working the system, that's fine. They'll know how to opt out. But for many people, if you're new to the country or you're not necessarily comfortable in your kid's school, they may not, you know, know that this is a possibility. So I'm still not sure that just the idea of opting out is, is a solution to, to the problem with it being mandatory. But again, I think it's uh, too simplistic to go, you know, e-learning is, is evil and definitely not. It's the mandatory part that's unnecessary. Joined by Annie Kidder, Executive Director of People for Education, talking about yesterday's announcement by the Ontario government, making some notable uh, conception, or, uh, concessions sorry, in their negotiations with Ontario teachers. And Annie, I know your role in director, as Director uh, for People uh, for Education and your organization isn't to pick sides here. Uh, you know, is one side uh, better off now than the other with these uh, concessions? Uh, obviously, you're on the side of uh, students and uh, the, the best educational experience in learning that uh, can be done uh, here in the province. But do you think that the announcement yesterday from the government does it get us a little closer now? Are we getting, uh, do you believe, a little closer to settling the education matters, such as classroom size, uh, e-learning, as we were just talking about, some other issues, and that the, the rest can just be uh, salary that needs to be uh, negotiated and benefits? Well, I hope so. I mean, I think that, I don't think anybody likes being in this position, uh, whatever side you're on. There, you know, there definitely are sides. I think that, um, there, there has been some, you know, waking up to, okay, maybe we can't cut this much money out of the system. And I think that that's the, the important piece here. The government got elected saying we were going to, they're going to balance the budget and wrestle in the deficit. And, and that, those are, you know, that's their belief in what they wanted to do. I think that for many people, it's been worrying the idea of doing that, um, through cutting funding, uh, to education. And it was before looking at, it was a cut of nearly a billion dollars. So I think that, that this helps and that maybe there's a recognition here that the money we spend in education is an investment. It's really important and we're investing in the next generation of society. And that by doing that, you, you know, we gain a little peace along the way because peace would be nice because mm-hmm. uh, it's important. It'd be so nice if we could just talk about education issues uh, rather than labor issues. All right. Annie, appreciate the time as always. Okay. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. There goes Annie Kidder, Executive Director of People for Education.